and welcome to Blazepot. It's Monday, the 17th of April. My name's Ben. On the line is Andrew. How you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm very good as well. The Blades get another win. It's close, mate. It's really close now, isn't it? After that one. close. 99%, is it? With Of that uh, percentage guy, whoever he's called. <laughs> yeah, 21st club have us at uh, 98% likely for automatic promotion now. In my head, before I'd seen that, I, I, I was like, just turn it up to 99 mm. after that win. You know, regard, yeah. maybe, maybe Luton's win maybe just brings it down a percentage, I suppose. But uh, yeah, full time yeah. on Saturday, basically from the moment Jai smashed in our third goal, I was thinking. Mm. This is this is done, and I still think that now. Um, I keep saying like every like win this one and that's it, and then next one win this one and that's it, win this one and that's it. And to be fair, we keep winning. Obviously lost to Burnley, but obviously everyone's talking about Luton, and I get it. You know, I'm worried about Luton. We have picked up more points in him in the last five games. Yeah, I mean, what won five of our last six or four of our last five yeah, or something? I think um, it's. I think it's. I think it's something. I think it's seven out of the last nine. I think that's right, and then we've uh, yeah we've won four out of the last five because obviously the, the only defeat away at Burnley with ten men. So yeah, I mean, good. I, I expected us to win this one, uh, and we'll get on to uh, you know whether it was a flattering scoreline for yeah. or anything like that. Um, good teams step it up at crunch time, and everything about us, except maybe a section of our own fans, perhaps <laughs> everything about us suggests we're a good team. The league position suggests that. All the stats suggest that. Our results against most of the teams suggest that. Um, you know, you just watch the games. The talent of our players suggests that. Last two home games, we've registered over three expected goals. That's our highest total since we yeah. hammered Burnley 5-2 in November. So our highest, um, you know, best chance creation in those last two games for about 20 games or something like that. Yeah. I, I just think we're going to... I'm not at all concerned about Bristol City tomorrow night. In fact, I'm... I'm I can't wait for. T- I'm so excited that we play again tomorrow night, like so soon yeah, same. after yeah. this game, because yeah, one one more win, it's it's what ninety nine point five percent. You know, it's it's all but mathematically done. It actually could be pretty much done by Wednesday when Luton play at Reading, don't they? But yeah, I, I just think I think we're just seeing it. I think you, th- you have to throw out the Burnley game because we only saw fifteen minutes of that before it, you know, mm. became a game you could just throw out the window essentially. But I, I just think the team are, are stepping it up now when it really matters. We've, we've stumbled onto this thing with McAtee and Doyle, obviously, that's revitalised us. We're going to get enough points in the next few games. I, I really do think it'll be sewn up in the next two or three games for us. You know, Feel free if, to if uh, we, clip that. I think if we win tomorrow, it'll be fantastic because I think you, you are literally probably only a win off. I mean, if we win every game, we're probably still only going to need seven points. All right, I'll win in a draw, but... You know, I I can't fault them. And I know everyone, you know, you're winning, come on. And then I do get the sort of people going, ooh, but Luton's still got this. And, you know, because obviously until it's confirmed, there's going to be those concerns. But there's not, as you said, nothing is pointing towards us throwing this away now at all. I mean, it could happen, but logic says it's not going to happen. The bookies say it's not going to happen. You know, the stats say it's not going to happen. So Yeah, I think the last time I looked, you had to bet £66 to win one on United. Uh, get promoted, so you know we're one to sixty six, and that was yeah. the, that was the best odds available. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, you know, uh, if people want to be you know pessimistic or like uh, I don't know, almost like trying to reverse jinx it, like you know, get, kind of cover off your own feelings, that's that's fine. You do you, but I've really enjoyed this season. I think when all forty six, yeah. I said this to you earlier, but I, I really do expect when all forty six games are played, we're going to finish like somewhere between seven and ten points clear of third place, and. um 
I don't know. Brave think... talk, brave talk. But it's not. So it's... <laughs> right, okay. I know you. I know you're half joking there, but it's not that brave, is it? Because if we win our <laughs> game in hand, we're eight points clear. That's between seven and ten points clear in third place. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'd much rather have our last five games than uh, than Luton's last four. Um, yeah, I, I just think the thing with Luton, and, the, and again, they could win all four, but we had this three weeks ago with Middlesbrough. They're going to win every game. Mm. That's it. Middlesbrough from now on. And now all of a sudden, Luton are going to win. I can't see Luton dropping points. You know what I mean? And I get it because that's what you do. You worry. But anyone looking at it logically look at our fixtures and say, well, where are they going to drop points? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we will because that it will happen. We might even drop points tomorrow night. I don't know. But we will drop points. But, you know, it don't work like that. You, don't, you can't look at a set of fixtures and say... Oh, I can't see. I can see them winning every single one of them. Cause it's not, you, no one's Manchester City in this league. No. Maybe Burnley are actually. You know, like in terms of like in terms of just like swashing, swatting everybody aside. But yeah, I think um, I'm really, really, really confident, and I'm not normally that confident. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. This is great. We've got an FA Cup yeah. semi final, which we're not. We'll, we'll talk about on the next episode. We'll preview that one. But we've got an FA Cup semi final. We're 98 percent likely to be playing in the Premier League next season. That'll solve all our financial ills, hopefully. Mm. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I like seeing um, I like seeing my team stick four past the team who are trying really hard to uh, to get something out of it. Um, yeah. Just on that note, I will. I guess I'll just start here. Just um, I will give Cardiff some credit. I, I have to applaud their approach to this game. I think they, you know they're very mm. get it forward quickly, shoot on sight. You know, just. I thought, yeah, they took 11 shots from outside the box and it's basically just improving their odds of getting something from the game, you know, making it a bit more of a a bit more of a coin toss kind of game. You know, one of those flies in and suddenly it's completely different. And look, it almost it almost went that way with um, Connor Wickham smashing that one against, uh, yeah, yeah. against the post. So I, yeah, I, uh, I applaud that approach. You know, I think we've seen some teams be really passive against us this season, you know, like really super defensive. But they were like, no, we're... Every time we get the ball near the box, we're having a shot because who knows? You know, it's a backup goalkeeper. We don't know how certain he is, how good he is. Yeah. Even you might. Yeah, get... I don't blame him for. That. I think that was definitely a plan. I noticed that fairly early on. They were they were shooting from a long, long way out, which you don't really see teams doing this day and age. Mm. Um, and I, I get it completely because you know a goalkeeper who everyone went into this game, you know, sort of nervous about. Um, I thought you did all right, Davis. I don't yeah. think you were fantastic. I think there were a few. Two times he possibly should have come out and claimed it, but that's I don't think he's that sort of goalkeeper, to be fair. I think he's a bit shot-stopping. You know, they're, they're only that one, obviously, but led to Wickham in the bar where he probably should have put it out for a corner. But everything else, he was pretty sound, and he saved us without, you know, Jaden Bogle thing. So. Yeah, oh, you've, if you've got an alarm going yeah. yeah, sorry. I put that on so we here. <laughs> so I didn't forget you were calling. I'm just writing something. So. <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah, so I, I, uh, I, I kind of appreciated that approach from them. And it, it did make it for an entertaining game, I thought, actually, because we obviously, we created a bunch of really good chances. Yeah. They had a lot of shots, you know, it kind of tilted the stats a little bit. You know, they ended up having out shooting us quite significantly. Um, as I said, they're more than half their shots came from outside the penalty area. And, you know, over half their XG was the penalty that they were awarded as well, whereas we created three to four really, really excellent chances and stuck them away. Um, I actually I actually thought we were better against Wigan, which might sound weird because we only won 1-0, but I thought if we'd have taken those chances against Wigan in the first half that we should have, we'd have been free and open coast. And I thought Cardiff were far better than Wigan, actually. Particularly going forward, they were, they were mm-hmm. awful at the back. McGuinness and the other centre-half and the keeper were just dreadful. Um, but I thought going forward, they caused us a lot of problems in terms of 
high balls and you know and and they were fairly strong in midfield I felt as well. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's strange that because they, as I said on the last one, they've been uh, yeah they're the lowest scorers in the league. Um, mm. And I think they have like the second lowest XG, but the defense has actually been mm. quite decent, like you know mid-table defense. I don't know if they were missing some some key players or anything. I don't think they were. Callum Robinson but obviously they brought McGinnis back from um, uh, from Wednesday, didn't they? So I don't know. Their fans loved him. But oh, is he actually there this season? Yeah, yeah, we're beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. No way. Uh, and and it's easy to say like oh, typical you know their best players one of the worst players in championship but that <laughs> were one of the worst performances I've seen from centre half undoubtedly I can't think of many where I, you know he just had a nightmare and obviously topped topped it off by doing that back pass which yeah. guy obviously got in and yeah hammered into the goal so yeah yeah not great um, so I yeah I, I saw I don't know I saw a lot of our fans saying that four one flattered us here but I. I... I kind of contest that, to be honest. I mean, you create three expected goals, then it's very much not out the realms of possibility that you score four or more. I mean, we yeah. so we, we we had a higher XG than um, Borough did on Friday night when they won five one, for example. Where yeah, yeah. Well, they, they scored four five shots basically, didn't they? Yeah, they, yeah. They they scored five goals off five shots. Yeah. So, um, did we deserve to score four in this game? Yeah, I think we absolutely did. Did uh, Cardiff deserve to score more than one? Probably not. I mean, you know, they had a penalty and then you had a bunch of low percentage shots, which I, again, I appreciate that that, that was their plan. That You know, I, I would want to see that as an away team. You know, that is, to me, that is having a, having a go against a more talented yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, we were, the, there was no way we weren't winning this We were game. definitely, but it was funny because I, I watched the, um, oh, go on, uh, what's the it called? The ITV one. one, yeah, and I think I messaged you, didn't I, saying... You know, they said, oh, Cardiff with a better side. I'm like, were they, though? And then I listened to the championship podcast yesterday and I went, dog, and they were saying, first 70 minutes, Cardiff were better. They weren't. <laughs> uh, they weren't at all. Yeah, and I think, I, 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 I'll happily agree that when they went one and all up, it was sort of coming in the sense of they had five or ten minutes where we just couldn't get our zone off. We were just doofing it anywhere. They had that thing with Doyle when he put it across his own area. Uh, there were a few more, like, half chances and stuff. I felt 1-1 at half time were probably about fair. Maybe they shaded that first half. But I thought second half, we were in control. I mean, their main efforts in the second half came from that one brief uh, flurry. Yeah. That, you know, David pulls that save off and goes running after the ball like, <laughs> like a child. <laughs> uh, they cross it back in. Terrible shot from, I don't know who it was. Oh, it somehow out. stays in play, doesn't it? That really did infuriate yeah. me. Absolutely terrible shot. Comes back to Wickham. Abs- phenomenal shot, by the way. That's a probably really, the really best shot he's ever hit in his career. Yeah, 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 yeah. But as you said, it's not a high. That would have been a wonder goal. Yeah. That would have been an absolutely fantastic goal. And outside of that, I mean, I watched the highlights back. They had a few crosses, and I don't think Davis had anything else to do. They had one shot from Miles out that just went over. Good effort, but mm. yeah. And then in the end, obviously, we could have had another one with Sharp. So yeah, yeah. So, I guess this is this is my. Uh... Uh, the flip side of me praising Cardiff here is I think you probably, from their point of view, could also look at it and go, we didn't do enough. Like, we could have been a bit more uh, patient, maybe, and, like, we didn't do enough yeah. to test yeah. what was a very makeshift back three with Baldock playing right centre-back. So we were down to our third choice there. And obviously mm. Davis as well. The closest the closest shot they had in terms of distance to goal was the penalty. So and yeah. I can't remember Davies having to deal with more than a couple of crosses. Like there was one he punched away in the second half, but Well that's what we were all worried about, weren't it? The crosses. Mm. I think we, we all think his shot stopping is decent. I don't think he's let any goals in that I can think of that have 
gone through him, I don't think. Yeah, the, the, the Norwich second goal wasn't great, like a bit of a soft finish. Yeah, so. but, but yeah, again, I, I don't think it was a massive error. No, no. But I think it's the crosses that we were worried about more than anything, so that's where he struggled. And they didn't, I mean, they had two big blokes up front three in the end when Wickham come on. Mm. Um, and they didn't really cause us that many problems. I don't think we were, like I say, I don't think we were 10 on 10 fantastic or anything like that. Like I say, I thought we were actually better against Wigan, particularly first off. But I think we definitely did enough to deserve it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And we're, maybe we're being biased, but... Not really understanding this sort of, oh, you know, on another day, Cardiff would have won. Like I say, neutrals have said the same, whether they've watched the games, I'm not sure. But I don't think you can say that. Everything points against it, every single start. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of sometimes feel that teams, uh, maybe our own fans as well, sort of go, well, if you, you know, if you take away the enjoy goal where it's a, you know, a back pass, or you take away the fourth goal yeah, where it's a, yeah, a, yeah. You know, a, a sort of fortuitous bounce from a corner, it's like, well, yeah, but you could do that about any game. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. those, we don't take those things away. Those are great chances that we, you yeah, know, cre- yeah, you know, and Jai yeah. kind of creates that chance by making the run in behind the defender, Fleck putting it around the corner for him, forces the guy into the mistake, takes a chance brilliantly. The corner, the fourth goal, I know I'm jumping about here, but, you know, mm. great ball to the back post. We've got uh, Robinson out muscles there, defender. We've got bodies on the line, bundle it into the net. Those, those they all count. Like, I, I don't know why we yeah. try and reduce the ability of this team so much. I feel like this has been a really I, running I theme would, Yeah, I've been quite sort of I won't say angry, but like sort of frustrated this week and when I've looked around on social media and people sort of trying to invest to put us down and I, I don't really know why. It's like, you know, oh, we haven't been that good, you know, and we haven't played. So someone said we haven't played ball since Burnley so we could throw it away. It's like, what are you talking I think we've lost four games since then, max, something like yeah. that. I, I don't know what people want, I really don't. And like I say, I've, I've said it for a while, if you're not enjoying it, I'd, you know, good luck next season if we go up, because you're not going to enjoy that probably anywhere near as much. So, Yeah, it, it really does look like we're going to cruise to an automatic promotion and we're in the semi-final of the FA Cup. It, it really won't heck get yeah. much better than that, I don't think. So, um, heck yeah, out with that. Yeah, get it, man. Not yeah. good enough. Now, look, it's not been... I'll, I'll, when we went up with Wilder, there was a story behind it. It was this group of rejects, if you like, uh, and we were battling against hugely huge teams who have spent a lot of money Villa, Derby, uh, Leeds and stuff. And this season, and I think they said this on the Championship podcast, uh, that they thought Eckenbottom should have been nominated for the Manager of the Year because it's like basically we've just gone about his business really, really quietly, no frills. Mm. And I get that. It's not been exciting. It's not been, oh my, it's not been like a Burnley-style season. But I, I, as I said, the facts are there. And we, we've come back from a really you know difficult period and won every single game outside of Burnley away yeah. since we lost to Luton at home. And, I, yeah, I do think they deserve more credit than they get him. Yeah, I am very much enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, as I said, can't wait for tomorrow night. Um, so, yeah, uh, the the teams, Armand Odzic misses out his wife, uh, his partner, rather, is in, um, in labour. I haven't heard any yeah. news on that, but hopefully everything's OK. It sounds like Heckingbottom basically said, no, you're not playing, like, go and, um, go and be with her, essentially. Yeah, uh, which yeah. is is good. I I, I don't know. Heckingbottom seems uh, maybe this is a, an easy thing to give praise for. Like it's, that doesn't seem like you know a massive gesture if you like, but he does seem like a uh, a, a good person. Heckingbottom is it just me like a good a good man yeah. manager in terms of yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. sort of looks out for people. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't think we'd be where we were if it wasn't because of the mm. trouble going off off the pitch and all the rumours of how hard it's been, and obviously we know about the injuries and stuff like that. I think if he was a bad man manager, then we we could have quite easily fallen apart this season, especially when that run happened. Yeah, I think you see a lot with the younger players as well, don't you? Sort of, 
I can't remember what he was saying about McAtee and uh, there was a thing this week, weren't they, about McAtee and like his development and stuff. And you know, he, he talks about where players need to improve, but it's in a very non-confrontational way, I suppose, particularly with young players. He knows what he's doing with young players, obviously, yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, his under yeah. twenty-three cents, which is great. Um, anyway, Armand Odzic is missing this. Hopefully, he's a dad by the time, uh, well, while we're speaking right now, in fact. And yeah, ho- yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. he's uh, able to play tomorrow night. Um, Basham would have played instead, but he had back spasms, so we had to put Baldock at right centre-back instead. There's a very realistic possibility George Baldock plays three different positions in uh, three consecutive games, I would say, if um, mm. Armand Odzic yeah. is back. Uh, yeah, yeah, again, did perfectly fine at centre-back, I thought, Baldock. Yeah, I thought, I mean, as I said, we, we were a little bit shaky, I think, because we're obviously with the right, you know, the, the centre-half going out, and I'll not play, and Basham not being there, obviously, as well, and having to play a ball up there, and the goalkeeper, and mm-hmm. Bogle being woefully out of form as well. Um, I, I thought, we, you know, there were, there were a lot of sort of nervy moments, especially in the first half, but... I thought Baldock was really good, and I didn't really expect anything less. To be honest, he's not a centre half. He's not he's not big enough to be a centre half and play that position. I don't think long term. But I knew he'd do a job for us. Yeah, absolutely. Lowe does come back as well from illness. Uh, Unspectacular game, but kind of grateful to have a proper left wing back there. I think it it, it does make a difference, even if he wasn't uh, brilliant by any means in this game yeah completely and like I say I thought Bogle were really poor again to be completely mm. in the, honest in this game so it would be nice to see Anel back hopefully on, uh, tomorrow and then get Baldock back to right wing back yeah I don't know what he's doing Bogle I mean he's just well, he's just proper out of form isn't he? but yeah. I, I was hoping that when we went a goal down he'd he'd take the handbrake off a bit and just take a few more risks with the ball but I don't know he, he, he just seems to have like a billion touches at the moment every time he receives it on the wing it's like he's it's almost like there's an invisible line that he's been told not to cross. Like, don't yeah, don't go too bizarre. far forwards. I know. I think like his forward like dipping, but I think I think since Luton at home, where he was awful at Luton against Luton at home, mm-hmm. it, every single game since then he, he's looked like he's. I wouldn't even say he's looked like he's playing through an injury. Like as you said, it's almost like he's playing with, like like he's frozen. If you know what I mean, yeah, like, like confused. He's sort of, like I don't know what his yeah, role confused. is. Yeah, Yeah, really confused. Maybe he's just absolutely knackered. Obviously, he's been out for ages and he's had to play a lot of games, but. Yeah, I don't know. We we don't seen any of that sort of pace and driving forward that we've seen from him. I think he did one run in the second half mm. where he like sort of drove through the middle, and you think, yeah, do that more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, yeah, hopefully, Bulldog just goes into right uh, right wing back for Tuesday night. But yeah, if not, I mean, yeah, just get your head down, Jaden. Get attack it. These are essentially mediocre teams that we're playing at the moment. Yeah. Get at them. That was what I wanted out of this one. I thought they're going to be really defensive, particularly once they've gone a goal, um, a goal ahead. Get it out wide to Bogle and, and get at them. But no, he, yeah. he was not having it all. Um, let me see. What was? I, I suppose yeah. The the first sort of major incident is the penalty. Comes after about twenty minutes. Uh, mm. I was not impressed with this decision, but then I've seen it back, and it is a very clear penalty. <laughs> but that's yeah. just that's my fan experience. Uh, yeah. we, 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 we're the same. But to be honest, I thought I, I, it's, it's hard to tell, isn't it? But the, the, the fact that the ref—I mean, the ref were awful—but the fact that he went straight to the penalty spot, and we, there wasn't really many arguments. I don't think. I thought it probably is that, to be fair, and just clumsy more than anything. I think from Max Lowell. Yeah, the thing that makes it like a really a, a definite penalty for me is the fact Low 
runs so far to like stick his foot in. I think if he's just mm. stood there and he raises his foot and the defender comes in from the side, then I think it's yeah. it's more defensible. But um, yeah, yeah, he runs like six yards and yeah, you know, sticks his hand foot up. Like so, he comes from behind the guy. He ends up kicking in the head. Uh, clear penalty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, we won four one and the referee got booed off again. It was shocking, absolutely <laughs> shocking. This referee. I mean, first off in particular, but I just he were absolutely awful. Some of the like just so inconsistent. Mm. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what. I must have a look now. David Webb uh, was his name. So I didn't actually get his name, but I mean, he got again. You could argue he got the big decisions right. You know, got the pen right and stuff like that. But he let loads go and then gave nothing fouls as well. If you know what I mean, for little yeah. postures for both teams as well. It, it was just. It was just bizarre. I was like, no, play on, play on. There's someone to do a really sort of normal. I mean, there was that one in the first half where they took McBurney out, I think it was, from behind. And McAtee yeah. as well, yeah. McAtee, yeah. Oh, you were McAtee, sorry, yeah. And he said, play on. And then there, about two minutes later, we did exactly the same. Like, but we're not nowhere near as much force. <laughs> penalty, penalty, free kick. And you're just like, just be consistent. Come on. I think the main inconsistency was a uh, very elaborate overhead kick from Cardiff in the second half where... He didn't give a free oh, yeah. kick, yeah. having given a penalty for something that's nowhere near as dangerous. You know, Robinson almost gets his head kicked off by a flying over a kick. The bar? Say again, sorry. Was that in the lead up to them hitting the bar? I don't know if it was directly in the lead up, but it was. It was yeah. around. It was around that period of the game. Yeah, but yeah, this it's kind of laughable that you would not give a foul for that, having yeah. given a penalty for something that's similar but much much less like dangerous. Um, anyway, I mean, there are a couple. Of, I thought Robinson should have been booked for us. I, I always think Robinson should have been booked. To be honest, <laughs> I'm but... not even going to bother asking for what. <laughs> but I have a guess. Now, I think he pulled someone back after they got past him, and I think Doyle did it, or it might have been, oh, it might have been Max Lowe. I can't remember. Someone were breaking. You're thinking that is what you give so far. That's a yellow card. What are you doing? Obviously, I'm glad he didn't. But yeah, just awful, absolutely awful. Yeah. Anyway, clear penalty. Sorry, Cabo, which is a great name. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Sorry, Cabba. Yeah, sorry, Cabba. <laughs> passes it into the back of the net. I thought Davis had, just for a half second thought he saved it because he sort of died. I cheered for a little bit. I went like, yeah, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. And it should have been retaken, as uh, people have since pointed out. Hilarious levels of encroachment. By Unbelievable. Philogene. Yes. Yeah, so who I don't know. He missed times his run into the box because um, I guess Cabba does that little sort of stutter step thing yeah <laughs> he's in the box he's, he's like practically level with the penalty spot when the when the ball's struck and yeah you're what's right what's the lines we're looking at I mean maybe no he's looking idea. at Davis being on his line I'm not sure but I, it should know. have been retaken like I, yeah this is one of those things that I, I, I sort of feel petty getting worked up about in a game that we won 4-1 but imagine if Davis saves that and he knocks in the rebound presumably yeah. it would have stood because uh, yeah, they obviously didn't think he was encroaching otherwise they didn't have yeah. a retake this is what's so frustrating, isn't it? I mean, on another day as well, you go 1-0 down, and then they could get another fluke. I think they had a shot just after that volley. It weren't really a shot. You know, we cleared it. Mm. Uh, a couple of minutes. If that goes in, you're 2-0 down, and, you know, one of the goals shouldn't have stood. It's just oh, so frustrating. Yeah. I get so annoyed, uh, and this was another of them at half-time. I was just like, I hate the fact that we have to overcome officials in, like, two out of three games. Like, just... You know, they just stop. You clearly not been reading the Bristol City View from today. If you think <laughs> I don't, and, and just to be clear, what I'm saying here, I don't mean like I, you know. I feel no, like, I do know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. just for anyone listening, I, 
I don't mean that two out of every three officials is biased against United. I just hate this, like, levelling the playing field of, like, a randomly bad officiating where mm. you're just not sure if you're just going to get a decision that is just totally bizarre, that messes you up. It's another thing for you to overcome. And, yeah, I felt that was um, I felt that was the case again in this one. Fortunately... Yeah, I completely agree. Fortunately, we get an equaliser fairly soon afterwards. A great bit of individual play by McAtee, who... Um, just continues his, his outstanding form. I really wish he could do 90 minutes at the moment because I just think it'd be a massive, mm-hmm. massive asset to have him on the pitch for 90 minutes. I mean, there's not many... It'll be interesting to see the team, Max. No, no, yeah. It'll be interesting to see the team tomorrow, I think, purely because uh, Doyle were knacking again. He needs to, yeah, uh, lay off the cigarettes. Now, manager. So, uh, Andy of Tufty Club said that he's... I don't know why. He just thought he, he smoked. I don't think he's got any evidence. But, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I'm just passing it's on. It's got like a yeah. smoker's face or something, is that I don't thing? know. Yeah, just like, yeah. I remember him saying it earlier in the season. So, lay off the cigarettes, Tommy. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, obviously, uh, he, he, he tired towards the end. McAtee struggled to the last 90 minutes as well. You'd have thought they're both going to play on Tuesday simply because, as far as we know, they can't play on Saturday. So <laughs> They um, definitely can't play on Saturday. You say this, but <laughs> When I saw Cancelo coming on for Bayern Munich in the Champions League against Man City on loan, I was thinking, ooh, maybe there's a chance. That's the UEFA competition, though, isn't it? Well, whatever. Pep, <laughs> pep above them both. <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll both, surely, they'll both start tomorrow night, surely. Yeah, you um, would have thought so, realistically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. McAtee dribbles to the edge of the box. Lovely little dummy, although, I have to say, the guy really does buy it. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the yeah. centre-half now, is it? Uh, it wasn't... Um... It went McGuinness this no, time. I think it was, think it was Simpson, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he were awful, Simpson. He's another one. He should have probably been sent off first half, actually. What did he do? I don't remember. Well, he got he got booked fairly Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. Because yeah. they took him off at half-time, didn't they? Yeah, because he was just basically committing loads of, like, not <laughs> dirty fouls by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, just sort of book, def- definite bookings. And, yeah, he obviously got away with it, and then they decided... This guy's too big of a risk. Yeah, it could easily have got. You're right. It was already booked, and then he um, he brought Bogle down like after he just done him on the wing, and he, uh, you yeah. know, it, like in our own half, and yeah, that, yeah, that could yeah, 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 very easily have been another yellow card. But yeah, he he, he buys this dummy that McAtee's selling, and uh, McAtee, it's a a good low shot. Keeper should probably do better. Just ends up pushing yeah, it's a goalkeeper definitely. Big goal in terms of you know five minutes. You, you got that blow of conceding, you know, a penalty that's. Um, yeah. It wasn't against a run of play, but obviously it's an unexpected scoreline against a team yeah. at the bottom of the league. McAtee steps up and does that. And that is seven goals, three assists now for McAtee. Brilliant. In, uh... I think he's, been, he's absolutely stepped up to the plate when we've needed him because it's bizarre that obviously McBurney's goals have dried up a little bit. I don't think this was his best performance again, to be honest, but his goals have dried up a bit. And Dye's still banging him in. You know, he's still, especially because he's not an out-and-out striker. Berger, I can't remember the last time he scored. Might be in Blackpool away. Obviously, Dahl got that screamer against uh, Blackburn, but I think in the league he's only got one. So we are short of goals, really. We're chipping in from all areas, but mm. and it's great that McAtee's the one, you know, to step up and as you said, he's done a really good goal-scoring form and assist form as well. Yeah, yeah. So he's played. Uh, he's played just over fifteen hundred minutes in the league for us, which is where my ninety minutes thing comes in. So that works out about seventeen full games. So seven goals, three assists in you know seventeen to seventeen ninety minutes. Pretty good. Pretty good, mm-hmm. um, and obviously, that's kind of um, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of like backloaded, if you like. You know, most yeah. of that has come in the yeah. second half yeah. of the season. 
yeah. yeah, pretty much from that Cardiff away game, actually, wasn't it? You know, when he came on at Arsenal. Well, yeah, I remember coming out. It's funny you should say that, because I was thinking back to that Cardiff game, uh, obviously away from home, and he came on as a sub. Yeah. I think, I remember, like, I think, because we were really labouring in that game. Cause we had, I mean, the midfield of that game were Arblaster, Osborne, and oh, yeah. Norwood. Norwood, yeah. Yeah, we were really at the the, the peak basically of the uh, the injury crisis, and uh, and then McAtee, and you, it was bizarre thinking, hang on, we had McAtee on the bench. Why <laughs> why mm. weren't he? Why is our blaster in? But because he'd not done anything really up until that point. Yeah, and uh, now he's a he's a he's a key player, and uh, this is mm. what I mean about the ninety minutes. Um, yeah, I just wish you could lock him in for a full ninety every game, but um. Yeah, I, I've been really impressed with how he's come on. I mean, it's. I see. <laughs> this is another. I don't know why. I, I feel like I'm piling into our own fans here, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I see this keep coming up at the moment as well. Like, oh, remember, remember how rubbish he looked against Luton in that first game. I'm like, well, yeah, it was his first, like one of his first proper games against Ever. like a really yeah. physical team. Of course, he's going to look like that. And this is just like a standard, you know, development curve, really, isn't it? And I, I, again, Ekin Bottom's done a really good job of bringing him on. I think. I mean, obviously, a lot of that is owed to his own talent as well, but. Yeah, yeah, am I shocked that he's a much better player now than he was six months ago? No, not all. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's very pleasant um, to see him. Yeah, contribute so much. And uh, yeah, as with the Bristol City fans have said, we would be nowhere near this good without uh, our Man City loanees, would we? And Basham. And Basham, yeah. <laughs> we'll get yeah. on to that. If people don't know what we're on about, we'll talk about it at the end, I'm sure. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's one all. Um, and then just for half time, there is a very big save by Davies. Mm. <laughs> this isn't good, is it? Um, I watched this back because some people have blamed Davis for this and not Bogle. Mm. Um, I still think it's Bogle. So I think if, unless he shouted for it, then you've just got to get rid of it, aren't you? Yeah, I sort of feel like it's both of them. So in in real time, sat in the ground, I I really thought it was Davis's fault. Like I had my head in my hands mm. and just was sort of yeah. Sort of, even after he saved it, I was just shaking my head, like quite uncharitably, I suppose, because it was it was a very good save in the end. Watching it back, I, I don't know. Bogle definitely it is a bit of a brain fart by Bogle, who leaves it when he shouldn't have done, really. It was within his, his range. But the ball does spin a bit weirdly. I think Davis is coming for it, and then it suddenly sort of stops. Have you noticed this? I've, I've watched it a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- because it's really annoying that we didn't get a replay of it on the, uh, you know, like a slow motion replay on, mm. the, uh, on the highlights. It's just like one clip. And then, so I'm rewinding it a couple of times and yeah, he stops and they both stop almost identically at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and obviously their man runs through. You should definitely do better. I'll give Davis a lot of credit for obviously pulling the save off uh, eventually. But yeah, it were a real mess up. And who knows if that had gone in at half time like that, then could have been in real trouble. <laughs> yeah. It could have, could have been slightly different for sure. Um, yeah, well, it was a, a big save ultimately. Whether you think that's his fault or or Bogle's fault, I'd I'd probably put the blame on both of them to be honest, mm. <laughs> not as not as a cop out. And so I think both of them could have done better with it. But ultimately, yeah. he makes a very good save and keeps it out. Um, that takes us to half time. My my dad actually called a four one win at half time, if you can believe it. Did he? That's a great effort. Yeah, yeah. Get He's some a... money on it. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's a uh, a disciple of the uh, all the goals in this net kind of school, or all all, right, all yeah. the rest of the goals in this net. If we're losing one nil at half time, um, uh, Bristol City seven to one tomorrow. By the way, just on on, on a betting tip, um, not tip. Sorry, uh, <laughs> if anyone wants to uh, do what I've done and uh, uh, what's the word, sort of like an insurance bet. Insurance bet. Sorry, I'm a bit tired this morning. The words not, <laughs> words aren't coming out, but yeah, uh, an insurance bet. Yeah. Seven to one, more than Cardiff, weirdly. 
Yeah, I know it's the Cardiff odds as well. I think they're only six to one, weren't they? Mm. 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 Yeah, so and uh, obviously Bristol City being sevens, not really sure why, but anyway. Yeah. Maybe Cardiff, a bit more to play for. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we there were a couple more good shots in the first half from uh, Jai, like where we uh, played a good yeah, ball around the yeah. corner. Couple, of, I mean, the fact that he hit the target with both of these, you know, bouncing over his shoulder, and he the first one particularly is a really good hit. I think, you know, not um, shots that the keeper should and did save, but yeah, really good efforts I thought from him. And um, yeah, yeah, to get both on target, and you know, it had been like literally a wonder goal to score. Yeah, but if. You know, if 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 there had been someone following up, and it's hard work, so we're on the break, obviously. But if someone had been following up, then you know, both of them, well, the second one at least, when he parries it back out, hmm. you know, it could have been a goal. So kept uh, kept the back line on their toes, I think. You know, because mm. um, yeah, we 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 had multiple of these in the second half as well. Like even when yeah. Jefferson and Sharp came on, where well, I was actually thinking should we put Jefferson on? Because as I said, I don't think that Bernie had the best game. I was thinking mm. that all over the top seems to be working quite a lot. Obviously, Jefferson's a bit faster. Yeah. Um, but, well, yeah, we didn't really need him, did we, in the end anyway, so... No, I guess not. Um, second half, we're in a corner. Doyle sends in a poor one. Uh, Bogle recycles it. Doyle sends in one of those delightful crosses where you immediately know it's a goal before you have yeah. before you have any sense of whether a United player is going to get on the end of it. You just know it's a goal. And in flies Jack Robinson with the diving header. What a... What a, what a great header this is. I mean, I describe this as a computer game goal where <laughs> it's sort of it, with that it were perfect. You know what I mean? Like sort of double click or well, I don't play games anymore, but you know, a double click, diving header, yes, that's it. I knew that were in. But yeah, I nearly broke the net, didn't I? <laughs> it did, yeah. It just made me made me think of the goal he scored against I think it was Swansea a few home games ago where he just absolutely obliterated yeah, on the volley. Yeah. This was the the headed equivalent of that. Um yeah. He's, uh, I don't know, he's got a he's got a big goal in him, Robinson. I, I, this is one of the things that's kind of endeared, uh, endeared him to me, I suppose. He I is... thought he would clear man of the match as well, to yeah. be fair, in this game. I thought everything that we were good at, he sort of epitomised it and sort of led it almost. You know, he were getting in first, especially in the second half. There were two or three times where he's going to the Cardiff play and they're sort of waiting for it to come. I'm like, Robinson sort of, nope, I'm having that, you know what I mean? And, Really, really good, and I think his confidence is really up at the moment as well. Which is he always ends the season well, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, he does tend to. Yeah, even uh, the Premier League season, if you remember. Yeah, when so we I'm going to say it would be three in a row. I think. Yeah, yeah, because when we went down, uh, when we had that what three out of ten wins or whatever it was at the end, he was really good in those games as well. Mm. Yeah, he, as you said, he did have a couple of couple of big defensive headers in um, in the second half, particularly mm. in this one. Um, but yeah, this was just a. Uh, as powerful a diving head as you could see, just smashes it into the back of the net. Um, they did have that sort of mad period that we've talked about already with where it yeah. ended with uh, Wickham striking a fantastic shot. That it's the uh... and that were it really, weren't it? Or am I missing something? No, I don't think Davis made a save after that. And this is why I don't get the best team for seventy minutes. I, I just can't get my head around that at all. Because I thought as soon as I, I think, like I say, I think there is an argument to say they were better in the first half. I'm not sure if I. I would go along with that, but maybe I, you know, maybe that's fair. I think after half time, I don't know. I think the, you know, they must have been in our area what three or four times max. Yeah, I think we, I think we did take control of that. I'm just looking now. So the Connor Wickham shot, uh, they had a shot blocked from about thirty yards, and mm-hmm. that was their last shot of the game. So yeah, they had, yeah, exactly, yeah. So that so. was it. So Connor Wickham at the post on seventy three minutes. The Philogene had a shot from about yeah thirty yards that got blocked at source. 
no more shots for the rest of the game. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I actually thought when we went to 2-1, I thought we'll probably need another one here because, you know, they had caused a few issues in the first half and we Back all know... Back up keeper, you know, a bit, yeah, a bit... Yeah, defence were all over that, you know, balled up playing centre-half and all that and they put Wickham on three massive lads up front. I thought they are going to create another big chance, which they did, obviously, at the post. Uh, mm. But yeah, we saw it out really well. We did. And then Jai nicks it, uh, quite literally. Mm. Um, yeah, McGuinness undersells this back pass but I, I really think I see this like week after week teams misjudge how fast Jai is like yeah. his acceleration because he, he almost did it at Burnley didn't he like he, yeah, in fact it was exactly the same thing the keeper just got there. yeah I, I was going to bring that up yeah I mean he was so so close against Burnley um, to doing exactly the same as what he did in this game and uh, but again I think I can't remember it was someone I saw someone say that, that the difference between Cardiff and Sheffield and I might have been the EFL show again that, is that um it looks like an easy goal, but that composure to just, mm. you know, nick it round the goalkeeper. And I think a lot of players would have just probably booted it at the keeper, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And just out for the best. And just, yeah, no 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 problem. Took it round. I love how he blasted it in the goal as well. Yeah. I absolutely I, love that. I really appreciate Probably playground stuff when I really, mm. really did appreciate that. Like, you just, I don't know, the bell's gone at school. You're like, right, oh, absolutely smash this into there for her to come back to class. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Enjoyed his celebration as well. Um, yeah. yeah. What what a player. I've, lo- I've lost track of how many goals he's got. Do you have any, any idea? 13, 14. It's getting there. I think he's outscored Gibbs White now, right? So like, yeah, he will have. Gibbs White got 11, I think, because Sharp was top goal scorer. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he'll probably get some more as well. Yeah, 13 goals, 7 assists in the championship this season. So. Yeah, there's a, you know, there's a chance he'll get 20. I mean, it's going to be an hard ask, obviously. He's going to have to get more than a goal a game, but I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> I'd be slightly surprised. That's, that's quite a I don't know. Ass. I mean, I don't know. I, I think he's got an actual kid in Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was great again in this one. And uh, yeah, a, a richly deserved goal. Yeah, just awesome seeing him smash it in. And that to me was like, there we go. There's the three points. Crank your likelihood of promotion up to ninety nine percent. But we added another yeah. one just for good measure. One weird the, goal there. So very the, weird right, fairly- goal. Yeah, barely any celebrations, I felt, as well. It were almost like a ha-ha-ha-ha, <laughs> rather, <than a, laughs> you know, rather than a cheer. It was just sort of like, how's that gone in? Who scored that? And uh, Kieran Clark, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's been out that long, he's gone grey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. I was like squinting on that. I couldn't really see it in the ground. I just, you know, yeah. the sun's shining on him or whatever. And I was on the replay. I was like, has he got grey hair? Like, what's going on here? Um, yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I've not actually seen Kieran Clark play for us this season, you know. Like it's all, yeah. It's it, almost like he's I don't know, like a mercenary, if you know what I mean. It's like, oh, but oh, is he back, Kieran Clark? Is he playing for us this week? Bizarre, because the worst thing about this is like I've seen a couple of people say it as well is that he's been almost perfect every game he's played. Obviously, not the best performances week in week out, but I mean in. I can't remember other than that Watford game, he's made any major errors at all. It's a real shame that he's been struggling so much with injuries because I think he's been really good when he's come on. I thought he was good in this game. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. So he comes on... Um, oh, God, who did he come on for? Help me out. Uh, come on for Bogle. Bogle. Yeah, Bogle, yes, of course. Yeah. And Doyle went back. Uh, Baldock went back to wing-back. Egan went yeah. out to the right, slightly surprising. And Clark in the middle. Um yeah. But yeah, we. I thought. I mean, that's a big reason why they didn't have a shot after the 79th minute, whatever yeah. it was, because uh, I thought yeah, it was great. Absolute sort of you. Oh, Robinson's not you in it, but the way he plays is, if you know what I mean. We had Egan, mm-hmm. Clark, and and it sort of completely negated the uh, you know big lads up front thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I thought Flight were really good when he came on as well. Yeah, 
He well, was. Yeah. yeah, that was that was encouraging. Um yeah, I have seen Clark this season, but only twice before this. I've just looked it up. Really? Uh, yeah, he started at home against Huddersfield and at home against Coventry uh, just around Christmas. But other than that, that's only the fourth. That's, I can't believe that. That's I don't know why. He's got it's... two goals as well, hasn't he? Two own goals. Has he scored? Yeah, he scored against Coventry, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Not from Wembley. <laughs> yeah, so this is only the... Cardiff is only the fourth home game he's appeared in and... Uh, I had COVID for the Millwall one, so I missed it. So, yeah, <laughs> I've barely seen him play for his... highlight. His highlight of his United career so far is still when he had to run back with his shirt off away at Blackburn. <laughs> yeah, that's still, I, I think... about that. If he's going to be remembered for anything, <laughs> probably with that. <laughs> Write that down if we do season awards. That I said, yeah. we, we just need an award just for that. We'll come up with an yeah. award just for that. Um, yeah, so anyway, this corner from Norwood is, is on at this point as well. To the back post. Uh, Robinson kind of forces their defender to head it across goal. The ball hits Berger, sort of on the goal line, sort of on the arm. Bounces to Clark, who just very casually knocks it into the net. Yeah, it was, it was one of those... Sorry? Assist. <laughs> Two assists for Berg in this game. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Like, one of them just a real, like, short pass. And then... So I think United put that up. Yeah. Like, uh, he's like, he starts two assists. So, like, I, I, we're, we're, you know, we're really scraping the barrel there. We're, like, classing that second one as an assist, at least. Yeah, I, I thought he was poor again, Berger. Um, not not it, dreadful, but uh, yeah, below average. Yeah, so frustrating. Because they were a bit in the second half. In fact, when it were 4-1, you know, when he di- drives through hmm. and Sharp makes their keeper pull a save off. You think, you just do that every time what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, so... I'm not sure anything sums him up or sums up my feelings towards him at the moment of uh, the yellow card that he got where he gave it away with a terrible pass on the edge of their yeah. box. And then he, he takes one for the team in terms of fouling the other guy. But he's the one that ends up on the floor. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. he does a deliberate yellow card foul to stop the other guy. Yeah. And he's the man that ends up sprawled on the floor. Oh, the, the, the brilliant the... bit after that is, uh, is when he, yeah, it's obviously a professional foul, a cynical mm-hmm. foul. First person to go up to him is bald up with a high five. Yeah. Like. <laughs> he did get a lot of backslaps for it. it. Was it was it was good, but also underlines like I don't know. I, I can't think of a the yeah, disparity between like his physical stature and his actual physicality yeah. is um, alarming. There were three times. times in the second half where just sort of almost blind balls or you know just to the side, which went straight to them. You're like, oh, just you know, have a look up, and he had that p roller shot that you know had absolutely nowhere near goal. <laughs> Uh, one of the weakest shots I've ever seen, and I don't, I don't want to slag him off. Everyone seems to be slagging him off, and I don't think he were as terrible as some people make out. But yeah, I just think if he steps up for these next like couple of games, it's going to be enough to get us up. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't. There's no one I'd be starting ahead of him. Put it like no, that. no, no. Uh, I wouldn't start Fleck or Norwood ahead of him. Um, no. So yeah, leave him in the team, but just uh, just play a little bit better, please. Um, yeah, yeah, we need. We, I know you can be better than that. Yeah, to be to be fair to him, he has on balance been better than that for most of the season. Um, so yeah, just just don't do that again. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that save from Sharp. I, I just yeah wanted to mention that. I thought this were in, and he's still got it. The old guy, and he, you know, that's a, that's a brilliant effort by Sharp. First time, like leaning away from goal. Really unlucky that. Really, really, really unlucky because. He's been after this 250th goal for so long, and you, I mean, to be honest, it'd be fantastic if he gets it. You know, last minute tomorrow or something like that, but winning one nil. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Wembley. You, oh yeah, can you imagine that? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. The, we're in like in a six-one defeat. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Yeah, I think I'd rather yeah. have it in the league. 
I'd love it tomorrow. I mean, I, I want it to be more comfortable, obviously, but I'd love it tomorrow. 94th minute, nil-nil, Billy Sharp, Edder on the line. Typical classic six-yard poacher goal for his 250th. Yeah, possibly. Then he retires like... in a ball of flames, just like <laughs> sets himself on fire. I don't know what I'm on about. But... <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm still chuckling at P-Roller, by the way. I haven't had that for about 20 years. You had your big wow last week and uh, P-Roller this week. Love it. Um, yeah, great save, great effort, great save. Um, but 4-1 is how it finishes. Very, I don't know, I, I, I thought this was a more comfortable win than it seems like a lot of people did. I thought, um, yeah, nice cameos from Fleck and uh, and Clark in particular. Good to see Jebison back. That's his first appearance since um, yeah. uh, since we saw him on crutches during the international break. So that's a that's a big deal, I think, having him as your, um, your backup striker. Um, yeah. he, he must have been... You know, fit enough to play significant minutes if we were going to ditch a Sula from the bench for him. So, yeah, yeah definitely. And I, I, I thought he looked pretty lively, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, he obviously went on long, long enough to do anything, but I do think he looked pretty decent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, full on win for the Blades moves us on to what? Is it 79 points? I don't know why I've closed this championship table. 79 points, yep. Five points clear of third with a game in hand. And obviously, we play. Bristol City tomorrow night, and uh, yeah, another team with nothing, nothing to worry about. Although, not if you listen to their own fans, it seems. Well, I've looked on their forum before, and this is when I found all the the awful view from and about us, should I say? But it seems like they controlled the game against uh, Watford on Saturday. Bristol City, they were you know really in control without really creating any clear cut chances, and the and they lost. And the general feeling between uh, with their fans and how they're playing is that. They're better than they were, but you know it's all about next season again, which seems to be you know always with Bristol City. It's always next season we can do this, next season we can do this. So mm. uh, I think the the biggest blow for us is uh, Alex Scott being back. There were talk of him being out for the season, but he came on the, off the bench uh, against Watford. So there's a good chance he'll start, and he's obviously a great player. Yeah, very, yeah, it certainly looks like he's on his way to the Premier League. Uh... Well, not with Bristol City this season. Um, no. I wonder if they'll risk him, you know, like from the start, because they, their season is essentially dead. I was a bit disappointed to see that they could still technically make the playoffs and they could still mm-hmm. technically get relegated, I think, unless there's some, you know, jiggery pokery where it's not mathematically possible because of other teams playing against each other. But yeah, they, they're in 14th. They've they've been pure mediocrity this season. This is not a team that I'm worried about. I think we're going to go and uh, win tomorrow night quite handily. Let me just try and grab these. So they are 14th in the table. They're 12th for goals per match, 12th for goals conceded per match. What they got? They've got a minus two goal difference. It was obviously zero going into the weekend. 11th for XG, 10th for XG conceded, 16th for shots on target, 17th for clean sheets. They're just mediocrity. They uh, are. I mean, and there's they are the to worry most, about. I think what I saw a comment on the Bristol City Forum that sums them up probably more than anything is that. They came up with Preston in 2015, I think it was, when it was the season we did at the 5-5 against Swindon. That's mm. how long ago we're talking. And in all those seasons, they've not once finished above Preston North End, who were the most mid-table club yeah. of the time. They're not, they're not <laughs> doing it this year either, by the looks of no. things. Nine points behind with four to play. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they did, like The only thing that the only thing you could talk me into being concerned about this is the fact that they have a, an ex-Wednesday bloke as manager in Pearson, but... Yeah, they'll look for revenge as well because we definitely didn't deserve to beat him at their ground. There's absolutely no doubt that we that is the biggest smash and grab of the season by a mile. 
Uh, I write that game. We were awful. But mm. as you've said to me before, that team were vastly different to the one we're going to be putting out tomorrow. Yeah, let me just, just bring that up quickly, actually. Uh, where was it? Da, da, da. I think... I'm pretty sure there'll only be, like, five players from that team at starting... Well, if people forgot, it's that infamous game where Kadra got taken off after 15 minutes or something. Yeah, it was so bad we essentially sent him back to Brighton or wherever, didn't we? Yeah, um, basically, get off and get back to Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, players that started for us that day. Uh, we had Kadra and Sharp up front with Njai behind him. Uh, we had Ben Osborne at left wing back. Flex and Norwood starting in central midfield. Neither of those are likely to start. Uh, Basham at right centre back, who I think he, had a, he got a runaround in that game, actually. In fact, Kieran Clark did, did, yeah. Um, Fodringham started in goal, so he, he obviously would start. But yeah. of this team, the only players will start tomorrow night, uh, all being well. And Jai, Baldock, Robinson, Egan. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. yeah. So it is a completely different team. By the time I think Bristol City have improved, I think it'll be a difficult... I, I actually think, and I've thought, since like looking at the fixtures, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just have got bad memories of that wilder season where Bristol City did the double over us. Obviously beat us three to our ground. I, I've got, I don't know why in my head all the way through I've got the, got the sense that this is going to be the most difficult game. It's not really based on anything other than... I don't know. I've just got a feeling it'll be a really tough game, this. Yeah, I mean... There's not really a lot here that suggests it will be. No, no. Like I say, it's pure gut, gut yeah. feeling rather than anything logical. I've just, I don't know. There's going to be one game at least where we're going to struggle and maybe even lose, and everyone's going to lose it big time. So why not this one? <laughs> <laughs> but if we don't do that tomorrow night and we do win yes. this game, uh, Luton basically can't drop points, uh, and they have to hope that we drop all the points. So yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> if we're going to if we win. Full time whistle goes tomorrow and we've won. I'm pretty much toasting promotion, mate. I think that's I think that's it. I'm gonna the, the beers at Wembley on on Saturday are gonna taste every bit uh, just that bit sweeter. I think if we cause... win tomorrow, Luton lose on Wednesday. Big ask because Reading, as you know, more than most are awful. <laughs> uh, but they did get a draw at Burnley. To be fair, draw, uh, well, against Burnley. Against Burnley, yeah. Yeah. Um, then we're almost certainly only going to need a point from the last four games, of which two are at home. Yeah, the next two are at home, and the other two are against teams who are going to have nothing to play for. Yeah, uh, my wife was very happy with that result, not only for the point that uh, could potentially keep Reading up, but uh, it means Burnley oh, yeah. Yeah. can no longer break the um, points record. They, they, yeah. uh, I don't know what this what this is about Reading fans. I, mean, I suppose you'd be pretty proud of this, I suppose, if this was your record. But um, yeah, it's a big deal for them that uh, the points total remains. Yeah remains unbroken. I think it was when Newcastle were going for it as well. Uh, maybe like 2011 when they were in the Championship. You know, they had that one year in the Championship. and Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely yeah. obliterated. Possibly, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, we were t- I remember um, we were bad. <laughs> I wasn't that interested in that season. Yeah, I, um, but like, I think they played a lot better by all accounts as well. Um, mm. So who knows, you know, they, they've got to start winning soon, Reading, because they're still in the bottom three. And mm. as much as everyone's laughing at QPR... Reading aren't really doing that much to to get above them at the moment. No, not not exactly. But um, yeah, let's let's just win our game tomorrow night, and then uh, yeah, everything else becomes pretty much immaterial, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's gonna gonna feel good if we can pull that off, and I'm pretty confident that we will do. Well, I'm very confident that we will do, to be honest. With the um, yeah, yeah, if we're putting out a, a similar or identical team on Saturday, just get Ahmed Odzic back in this lineup, ball up back to right wing back. And uh, bring it on. That's going to have far too much for um, Bristol City. Or indeed, 
the vast majority of teams in I this league. I thought you were going to finish off there, or indeed Manchester City. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's getting a bit, going a bit far now. I'll, I'll save that for the next podcast. Um, get, do you want to plug the view from me? If you sort it's of a good alluded one. to it, it, it is, is a good, good one. one. Yeah, you, you teased it quite nicely for me earlier. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. Just read it. Uh, but safe to say that they are very confused to why we are second in the league based <laughs> on things that I can only imagine they've, they've not seen us since one up a manager. So we just, uh, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. It, it does. It does feel that way. Yeah. Um, a lot of comments about physicality. Uh, kind of I overlooking. You know what? The physicality from. Oh, our midfield is Doyle, Berger, McAtee. I, I honestly would like to see if there's a smaller midfielder or a weaker midfielder than those three. I really would like to know that. Doyle is by no means a physical specimen, and he, he is by far the strongest of those three yeah. midfielders, isn't he? Yeah. Like McAtee's yeah. basically think... a child, and Berger Mac- might McAtee's as well be. boy. Yeah. yeah. Berger. He... You know, it's like a long-running joke how how much he gets bullied uh, on on the pitch, especially for his size. Doyle, yeah, you know, he, he gets stuck in, but he gets swatted aside quite a lot himself. Mm. I just, I just can't. I think, I think it's fair to say we're pretty cynical, which I, I'm not necessarily too bothered about. I think, you know, we saw with that burger foul. I think we've obviously been told if you can't catch a player and it looks like they're going to create a chance, bring them down, get the book in. Mm-hmm. People might not like that. We're certainly not physical and dirty and. I think we've had two sendings off this season. Uh, uh, they're both in the goalie. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe there's another one somewhere. But um, did McBurney get a red card for something? Am I imagining that? I don't think he did. No, I think I, I've got a feeling it was just. I can't just think of anyone else. Wes times two. I think it's just Wes, and you know, it's, I don't know. All they're saying, obviously, Middlesbrough fans. Uh, Middlesbrough, sorry, Middlesbrough fans were saying the same. I shared something on Twitter about them as well. They were hmm. the dirtiest side in the league. Well. Well, we're not the boy because we we never get anyone sent off. I think we're quite clever in a, in those bookings. I think that's the worst you can say. We have had three red cards, although it's temporarily escaped me who the uh, other bloke is. Got sent off. Okay, after about five minutes of trying to remember, in which I've <laughs> kindly cut out the podcast for you, we've decided that John Egan got a red card against Coventry City. Um, of course, Christmas. he did. There we go. That was that was three to all. Only got red yeah. card like second booking, but again. I don't know. One of the one of the comments is Norwood is a horrible player, like big hard man all in all. You say he's never been sent off in his career or something. Norwood. I don't think he's ever been sent off in his career. I think. <laughs> Not I can only think the base in it on that missed time challenge against Burnley. Yeah. A bit. What, what's annoying as well, by the way. While while we're on this, what, what really grinds my gears is. Can you remember that uh, Bristol City challenge on McAtee? Yeah, they got a red card for. Yeah. Like what? What about that? <laughs> yeah, what about that indeed? Norwood, uh, Norwood did have a similar thing against Bristol City that he did against Burnley, um, where his, oh, his, his, his foot was. But it's the same. Him. It's the same thing. He kicked the ball and his follow through just ends up catching the guy on the knee because a horrible how, player. Love it. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's let's wrap up there, mate. That is. Let's uh, hope Jones is back anyway. For... <laughs> <laughs> that is Roy's view from dot com for a yeah very entertaining one from uh, Bristol City. Um, let's get those three more points tomorrow night, mate. Get into what well, takes to eight to two points, and we're 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 laughing. Then I think that's that's going to be yes. Yeah, sets up the weekend very nicely indeed as a total free hit at Wembley, which we'll talk about next time. Right, buddy. Uh, thanks very much. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'll hopefully see you for a couple of beers tomorrow night before the match. Um, yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. <laughs>